on today's Daily Charge Supercharged Edition. Nostalgic Millennial Gimmick or Future Proof Form Factor? Is it time already to rethink the foldable? With the new Motorola Foldable Razor, we ask the tough questions. What's going on with that speaker box? What carriers have the exclusive? Does the battery justify the price? But most importantly, does it slap when you hang it up? Taking a look at the chat and seeing what everybody's curious about today. Uh, first and foremost, uh, from our social post earlier today, Matthew says these flip phones will be a gimmick or fad and fade real fast. Do we think that's the case? Mm-hmm. The other question is, like, is this really, like, uh, hang on, who, who said it? Somebody had a really good one. Uh, oh, Brian. Brian with an IM. Uh, this phone is definitely for millennials. Uh, too bad every news site out there says that we're all too poor for them. Uh, <laughs> what is the marketing approach on these? What do you guys take away from this? Is it strictly a gimmick or could this actually prove to be a good form factor for contemporary flip folding phone usage? So I think speaking as a millennial, <laughs> yes. um, I definitely think that it can have long lasting uh, impressions on more than just millennials. I think that right now we see a surge in foldable devices coming mm-hmm. out um, and some of them still have a few kinks to work out. And I think the same is for the Motorola Razr. I think um, we'll be looking forward to new specs coming out. We'll be looking to new things. And like it's just exciting that we get this device that kind of has the nostalgia from before. And then the new technology from today. And I think that's going to take a long time to kind of double down on and fix. But I think, you know, it's a surge that we're seeing. And I don't know. I'm hopeful. And look, this is interesting because uh, the first foldables that came out, the Mate X and the Fold, both Mm -hmm. folded outwards. They got bigger. Mm -hmm. So you get more screen. Uh, I don't know if everyone really wanted that. So Motorola is taking the opposite approach. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious to get both your thoughts on this. Like, would you prefer a phone that got smaller or would you prefer a phone that got bigger? So I think for me, I think years ago or maybe even last year, everyone was talking about how phones are, are ma- getting massively larger. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the phablet, the word phablet just kind of eroded and now <laughs> it just became, you know, phones, uh, you know, with, with iPhone and, and Samsung, you know, their phones getting larger and larger and larger. Now they're launching smaller uh, iterations of their of their flagship uh, devices. Uh, so I think the the for the case of Motorola, it's is actually a pretty interesting uh, use case, uh, test case for them to see if people want something that can be that that has the power of a uh, of a large screen, but that's not going to necessarily you know have this giant bulge in their pocket or or take up too much space in their bags or purses or 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 jacket pockets or whatever. Uh, so being able to you know make things more compact would be great. Uh, whether or not this is actually going to uh, you know, accelerate, you know, the, 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 the adoption of flips. I don't know. Uh, but look, I think mm-hmm. right now the, the market is wide open in terms of what is that form factor. You look at what Microsoft is is teasing out for next year mm-hmm. with their with the Surface Duo and Surface Neo. Uh, you look at what uh, uh, Samsung's done with the Fold and what they are planning on doing with their with their clamshell uh, device and obviously Huawei and, and now with Motorola Razr. Uh, who knows? I, I think CES in, in January is going to uh, unveil some interesting uh, devices mm-hmm. as well as Mobile World Congress uh, come come February. Yeah, definitely. And mm-hmm. you know, beyond Samsung experimenting with clamshells, we, we, we saw prototypes earlier this year from TCL on flip phone type uh, foldable devices. So they're not the only ones. I think I don't know if it's sort of a trend, but I know companies are looking at that area. So it's not it's not going to die right away. Brian, what else you got? 
Oh, a little trip down Nostalgia Lane from Sissa nine three one one. I had a Motorola flip phone back in the late nineties. I felt like Captain Kirk from Star Trek. Scotty, beam me up, yes. there, compact and cool. Yeah. That I totally had... captures it for sure. Yes. Right, okay, so uh, full disclosure: I never had a Motorola Razor, but my girlfriend did have and break four of them in oh, college. Wow. Wow. So I I don't know what do we know anything about the durability on these because that was kind of the thing that was yeah. a bit notorious about them back in the day is like they are as thin as a razor and will snap like a cracker. No, that, that's a great question, and I mean given what happened with the Galaxy Fold, there are a lot of questions about the durability of this device. You know, they say they've taken uh, you know extra steps that they've reinforced the back of the display with two steel plates, mm-hmm. similar to what Samsung did with the reinforced Galaxy Fold, and the. Uh, the actual dis- plastic display itself is five layers. It's something like 360 microns thick. Um, but that last layer is actually a stainless steel, a micro-thin stainless steel plate. Um, and the way the the way it folds, it's actually pretty brilliant. It, it doesn't fold completely closed. It's kind of a, got like a teardrop uh, fold curve, so it doesn't create a huge crease. Um, you just can't see it because it's hidden behind the hinge. Um, but the way it folds, it decreases the stress on it that normally would if you actually tried to fold it completely flat. And so there is a bit of a, I wouldn't say a crease, but when you open it up and you kind of touch the screen, especially the middle of the screen mm-hmm. between the steel plates, you could feel it kind of depress a little bit. Um, but generally, this feels like a lot more, it feels a lot more solid than the other foldable phones. And I've tried pretty much every single foldable phone out there so far. <laughs> Hey Roger, how did you uh, when you were holding onto the device? How did you uh, how did you enjoy opening and closing it and yeah. using it like a typical a razor back in the day? Right? I mean, yeah. if you look at the razor from uh, yesteryear to now, uh, it seems like the 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 flip the traditional flip phone was was thinner was was skinnier than mm. this. So yes. obviously now phones these days have to adhere to more what like a five point seven six point one uh, inch uh, a screen like the, in terms of the width yep. of, a, of a typical uh, a smartphone. So now that the, the the razor is going to be is going to be wider. So how did how did it feel holding that? Because uh, it was so much. It, there was something about that whole experience of, of just being able to flip open a phone uh, with, with with whether you had a razor or or Psychic or whatever whatever else you had back in the day. Uh, how did this how did did this, did this bring back any of those type of feelings? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Like we we had a bunch of original razors on hand when we were trying out the new one, and like going back to it, I. I it was funny how how thin and like light it was. I kind of forgot that. Um, and the odd thing is, I talked to some of the Motorola engineers, and they said back when they were designed that original razor, they weren't convinced that people would buy a phone that wide. And like it's super narrow now by yeah. today's standards, but it was actually pretty wide back then. Um, so I was able to flip the old phone back and forth. The new phone definitely. I mean, it's a very solid construction. Um, you know, I tried to flip it open with one finger or one hand with my thumb and partly because I guess I was nervous. I didn't want to break this thing, um, but it was kind of tough. It was the, the the top half of the phone is heavier than you'd expect. There's some stainless steel parts into it. So it's, it's a bit reinforced. Um, so it took a while to kind of like flip it open, but the closing was amazing. Like they added magnets. They had these little, little bumpers there. Nice. They actually worked on it. So it would sound basically the same as when mm-hmm. you flip the old razor, like the, they mimic the sound down. So when it, when it snaps closed, you can hear it. It's, it's a really satisfying click. 
So speaking of that, before we move forward, I'm really glad you brought that up uh, because uh, who was it? Kashif says hanging up on that phone was so satisfying. That was the best. Mm. You know, that Especially slap. when you were angry. That was the best. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you could just be like, bye, not talking to you anymore. Rage, rage <laughs> hang up. That's, we gotta yes. give it. We got to give it to them for replicating the most important experience <laughs> of all. Because like that's, that's really what it comes down to. Like You can't have a hissy fit with a smartphone now. You're like... Mm. I know you just started to hit the touch screen. Right. It's just not the same. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. not the same. <laughs> and you know, I I'm also curious. Like very quickly, like I know that millennials, and I see everyone on the MTA like with their headphones on. So yep. I'm curious, like how was the experience? Kind of like scrolling through the apps, like choosing like what kind of music you want to listen to, opening YouTube. Like how was that? Because I feel like the original Motorola Razor obviously yeah. is going to be a little bit different from this. So how was that feeling of navigating the screen and going through apps and what? Not. No, that's a great question. It's, um, I mean, it's standard Android. I mean, okay. there's some tricks to it, but otherwise, when it's folded open, it feels like a standard Android phone. It's a little bit longer. The, okay. the aspect ratio is a little bit longer than the normal smartphone, but it, it works just as well. Um, when you're playing YouTube, that that thick chin at the bottom of the phone actually kind of acts as a grip on your one oh. side, so you can kind of hold it. Which was uh, at first we thought it might be distracting, mm-hmm. but actually has a pretty useful. Uh, purpose to it and really in terms of music control um, the best part was like that quick view screen the little the little uh, screen on the front actually you can manipulate or you can um, toggle your music or you can mm. look at your notifications there you didn't really have to flip open the phone all the time which mm. I kind of liked yeah, yeah yeah that's a really great feature <laughs> so what about a couple of questions in terms of like the, the security right I mean mm-hmm. in terms of uh, with Android with most phones now they have like a the fingerprint sensor or yeah. they have a uh, you know, face mm. ID or whatever. This one does. Is there a fingerprint sensor on on the razor? And like, where do you when you open it? Do you then have to authenticate to get into the phone? That's a great question. It is. Uh, there is a fingerprint sensor and it's implanted in the chin. Um, so you can actually unlock it there. If you don't use the fingerprint sensor, when you unfold it, uh, you basically sign into an Android phone like you normally would, whether swipe password or number password. Uh, but it works. Like I said, it works essentially like the. Uh, like a standard Android phone. Okay, and then uh, you guys had extensive, uh, exclusive interviews with with execs over at, at Motorola. Yeah, uh, you know, a slew of slew of uh, coverage came out uh, last night. But I'm, I'm curious as as we, as we go down memory lane here, uh, you know, if you remember Nokia, uh, I think it was like earlier last year or sometime before that. They they rolled out their their uh, like a, I guess well, let's call them it, a, a feature phone a dumb phone right yeah, yeah. you know basically the you know paying homage to the Matrix mm-hmm. uh, that banana phone like how to, and Motorola is kind of bringing uh, a, a, an old old school back into the new and how did, when you talked when you guys talked to Motorola how did that you know did that come out into play like why did they decide to modernize this this iconic phone. You know, when other companies, uh, namely Nokia, is kind of just bringing back a, a vintage phone uh, yeah. and, and just kind of sprucing it up a bit. And look, the, the Nokia stuff, it's HMD is the startup that makes the Nokia phones now. They, they're bringing back some of these phones. They're basically the same as the old phones. They, mm. didn't, they didn't update them. A lot of it's publicity. It's just, right. you know, they, they made a big splash with the retro phones at Mobile World Congress so, uh, the first time around. So they did again with the, uh, the Nokia 8810. Uh, this one was a little bit different. They actually they were working on foldables first, 
Uh, and the development team kind of worked at, with different uh, designs. They had about 20 or more than 20 prototypes they worked with. They ended up with one that was this kind of thin clamshell. And then it was that point they decided, oh, it looks a lot like the Razor. Let's yeah. let's do the Razor again. Let's do it. So it, was, it wasn't like they just set out to make the Razor phone, like come with a comeback phone. They, they actually, they went foldable first. And then when they realized what they can do, they... Uh, they opted to go with the Razer because they actually experimented with prototypes that looked a lot like what we saw with the Galaxy Fold. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and they, but they ended up with the Razer instead. Interesting. Yeah, and just also on that, like this is taking like a different path, but I know that right now we're talking about remakes of movies, TV shows, yeah. and all of that. And so I'm just kind of curious, like, how does this fall under that umbrella of like? Uh, should we just leave this alone? Should we just like <laughs> not go after this? Or like, is the nostalgia worth like doubling down on and really focusing on? Because I think I struggle with that as well. Like, I'm like, no, you're ruining it. You right, know, like right. ketchup on steak. Or is it just like, yes, like I really love this and I want this again. Well, Ken and I were already nerding out over Disney Plus <laughs> and all the nostalgic content that was available there. Yeah. Um, so I think nostalgia is like alive and well. But mm-hmm. I don't know, Ken, what do you think? That's a, that's a great question. Like, should we leave some of these icons alone and what do you think about ketchup on steak while you're at it (laughs) (laughs) no 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 we're not doing that no Uh, just no look look, bring back the sidekick that's what we really sidekick. this is this is the important topic of the day no i think (laughs) uh, you know everybody's when you look at these these phones uh in every year uh, there's always these major product launches that everyone pays attention attention to. Uh, that being Apple, Samsung, and Google. You know, there's other people that will pay attention to the Motorola's, the Huawei's, and and the likes. But mostly, a lot of the coverage is focused on the top three. Yeah. And at at the end of each launch, there's always going to be you know when you look at phone Twitter, you're going to see people saying, hey. So and so's copying so and so. Oh, this is had this had to do with this. You know, when when Apple announced uh, wireless charging support. Oh, they're just copying Samsung. Or or hey, now they're copying Google. Or Google's copying Samsung and so on and so forth. And at some point, all these premium phones just wind up looking the same, and they're mm-hmm. having media uh, a not as significant of a jump in terms of upgrades. Like you mm-hmm. have to wait probably two or three iterations before you find something, find that next generation phone where you're like, this is actually very different for me and this has more value to me. Now, what Motorola is hoping for is to kind of go back and say, look, this is, you know, we're giving you pretty much most of what you you have on your existing phone, but here's the flip. You know, you love the flip back then. Here we go. You know, bring it. We're bringing it back and hoping that will, you know, change, you know, your mind about Motorola. You know, most mm-hmm. people probably don't think of Motorola as much as they do with Samsung mm-hmm. and Google and, mm-hmm. and, and, and Apple. Now, whether or not bringing back other vintage things, I don't know. Um, it probably couldn't hurt, but well within reason, because at some point, you know, gimmicks just become gimmicks yeah. versus actual, you yeah. know, renaissance uh, uh, changes. Yeah, and it's a, it's important to know. Like, I think bringing something back if you don't have the substance to back it up, uh, that that's the issue. Like, I, I brought up in the story the uh, the SNES Classic, the NES Classic came back. They were huge hits because they brought back the games you wanted. They they mm-hmm. kind of got that. But Sony tried to do the same thing with the PlayStation Classic, and that was a huge flop because the games weren't that great. The selection wasn't great. It was overpriced, and so it, the UI not, sucked. Tapping it, yeah, tapping into the nostalgia isn't a guarantee for success. Right. 
All right, we got to yeah. really slam through some of these questions because we got some <laughs> good it. ones coming in. No, the Woo. conversation's been fantastic. Speed round, let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's Hit let's us. try to knock a few of these out. Yo, Srinjoy, where you been, man? We haven't heard from you in a thousand years. Uh, <laughs> if you were to choose one between Essentials' upcoming project, GEM Long Phone, and the foldable Razor, both pushing the stagnant smartphone form factor, mm. which would you rock as your daily driver? Ken, do you want you want to take this one first? Uh, I think I will probably go with the with Motorola just because yeah. that flip aspect is is probably something I'm just hung up on. <laughs> I don't know mm-hmm. what it, like the phone will be at probably like mediocre at best for right. me. Uh, but look, I think you know just I'll be walking down the street flipping all day long. That's basically there. It. You go. Yes, I am a hundred percent with you. I want to <laughs> open it. I want to hang up on somebody. Anybody? <laughs> I'm here for it. But and when I you will get rock one, it. you get one. You can call me. And hang up on yes, me. and then I'll hang go. up. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm the same way. Like I, I'm not, I'm not particularly interested in that long phone. It just, it just <laughs> seems weird. Like yeah, practically same. speaking, I don't know if I want a phone that will jut out of my pocket. Yeah, no. So Mm-mm. talk yeah. about gimmicks. That sounds like the absolute <laughs> epitome of gimmick. Yeah. Uh, has anyone invented an app yet that makes like a hang up sound on your phone? I feel like I'm that's sure there is. That I'm nice sure there is. But if not, it's yours. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm calling dibs on that one. OK, we're still rapid fire trying to get through a few more of these because she says I came in late. Uh, but what's the deal with the box for the Motorola Razor? Apparently, it can be used as its own like speaker amplifier. Yes, this has my attention. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's a hard plastic box, um, but it's kind of um, it's sort of been designed so when you it's got like this translucent plastic cap, but when you take it off and you remove part of the, or half the box, it actually turns into a stand, and it's got little um, speaker girls at the bottom. So when you put the the phone on the stand position and play music, it'll actually slightly amplify. It's not a speaker or anything. Like mm-hmm. It's a cheap stand. I told them that they should have cut out some sort of hole for a wire pass-through because you can't actually charge it on that stand. So for me, it's kind of worthless. But it's it's clear like they were trying to put some thought into the packaging to make that, uh, to kind of reinforce the idea that this is a premium phone despite the fact it doesn't have premium specs. Yeah. Um, and to sort of somewhat justify that $1,500 price tag. <laughs> that is yeah. kind of neat though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. They, put, they clearly put a lot of thought into it, which was nice. It's like when you would get a box Speak. of cereal and you could use it as like a maze, like you had an activity oh my book gosh. on the back. <laughs> yes. That is my I, equivalent. I also like that the accessory case works as a carry case as well. Yes. Um, yeah, 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 I'm yeah. kind of interested in how that's going to look in my satchel that I carry on the MTA, but that's another thought. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I also like that it has a headphone jack. Um, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. Oh, it doesn't? It has uh, only a USB-C out, uh, so, but the headphones will, the headphones that come included do have our mm, USB-C. Okay. So uh, at least I still live in that dongle life. Yeah, yep. it comes with a dongle too. Hey. Of course it there does. There you go. Hey, Google doesn't have dongle dongle anymore, so you know. Mm-hmm. You can't take it for granted. Right. All right, more rapid fire. Rapid fire. Is the battery smaller than the Pixel Four? Um, I don't know what the Pixel Four is right off the bat. Hmm. Uh, I'll have to look it up, but it's. We'll look it up. Rapid fire, rapid fire. Right, keep going, keep going. I want to get through some. These yeah, are really good go. questions today, and we've we've eaten up a lot of time. we got to let Ken go shortly. Um, just a couple more minutes. Uh, I'm wondering with this new form factor, when a phone is half open, does it make the top part of the screen more reachable with one hand? 
So I think he's asking about like the UI layout, the app layout, and how it works with like if a partial open. Sorry, if it's half open, like like yeah. at an angle. I, I don't know. I'm I'm having a hard time differentiating this one, Brian. If you want to go ahead and clarify for <laughs> I us, will, I will say like if you try to close it, it'll start to slam shut. It doesn't really do because like, of the magnet. There's no partial. Yeah, it doesn't do like yeah the Pac-Man <laughs> the or Pac-Man. anything. Um, and just to the earlier question, the Pixel Four has a 2800 milliamp battery. Uh, this is I think a 2500 one, so it's slightly off. Uh, it's but the razor has a smaller battery. Thank you much for that. Uh, Matthew Datcher says I got an email this morning about the new razor. It looks like a normal phone unfolded, but I love that it folds to a smaller size instead of Samsung's huge un or huge folded phone. Uh, I feel like is are we going to see Alfred pick up one of these shortly? What's the deal? I mean, he's not going to spend fifteen hundred dollars on anything. <laughs> That's extremely so no. true. Uh, but if he got one as a gift, I think this is right up Alfred's alley. He would be alley, into right? it. I think so. It's it's thin. Yeah. It's retro. You know, I think he'd be into that. He's he's a hipster. Yeah. Very much. He wouldn't cop to that, but he is. <laughs> Never admit it. Uh, I think they nailed the fold aspect, but need more innovation from manufacturer. This is a good first step, though. Hopefully they can make a bigger battery as well. That's from Adrian MVP1. Uh, what version of Android does the Razer run, and when will it be available in the U.S.? That's from our old buddy Michael Brown. Uh, Android 9, uh, as Ken said earlier, and you can pre-order the the phone in the U.S. on December 26th, just through Verizon. Only Verizon has actually a lifetime exclusive here in the U.S. Um, the phone is avail- will be available in early January um, in here as well as in Europe, and I believe, and it is coming to Asia, Australia, uh, and South America just later. They wouldn't say when. Yeah. Yep. Uh, our general takeaway on this one, uh, I take this from Brian. He says, it sounds like the phone is a good step forward for foldables in general. Samsung can borrow the ideas on this one and make a sturdier <laughs> Galaxy Fold. <laughs> no shade, no wow. shade, right? Wow. <laughs> Rough. Wow, Brian with an eye. Man, mm. that was brutal. Uh, okay, so you guys mentioned this earlier, uh, but Michael Brown brought it up too, and he did beat you to it. So all credit to Michael Brown. Uh, the, the 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 sidekick. When are we going to see the sidekick come back? We've gotten the damn thirty three ten. We got the razor. Where's my flipping sidekick? I don't know. Ken clearly is. He's emotionally invested in, in, the, in the sidekick, right? <laughs> Look, yeah. I'm on T-Mobile. You know, I I want the five G sidekick with like super <laughs> duper camera and and yeah. messaging. Like, I just want it all, really. No, you know, my- and have it support <laughs> VR. Like, go go nuts, T-Mobile. Go nuts, somebody. Make make it happen. Um. Oh, you know, you bring up 5G and, and you you noted correctly that it doesn't use 5G. I asked about why mm-hmm. it doesn't have 5G radios in it because it's going to Verizon and Verizon's all about the 5G. Uh, it's because they put all the components, the antennas and everything in the chin. That's mm-hmm. why it's much thicker. But uh, when, they, when they considered using 5G, uh, they just couldn't fit the antennas. So it was just a, it was a physics problem. They just could not fit the antennas into that phone. Mm. Is that why Jay Leno had such a good career? Because they put all the talent in his chin? That's right. Wow. All the components so. are in his chin. The humor <laughs> uh, and everything. Was, that was a low blow uh, joke on my part, but I feel like I've earned it. I've, I've been behaving lately. So. <laughs> uh, we are extremely over time, but this has been an excellent episode. Ken, thank you for joining us. Lauren, thank you for joining us. Uh, we got to do a little shameless self-promotion. Uh, coming up this afternoon on our parent station, CNET, youtube.com slash CNET, you can join us for a live battery test for the Apple AirPods, and we're doing it with yes. all the gimmicks in place. We're doing our own lo-fi hip-hop beats to test your AirPods 2 station. Uh, join us at 1.30 p.m. over at youtube.com slash CNET, and uh, we'll be doing a full test start to finish at 100%. 
running the AirPods through a binaural microphone so you can hear what they hear and just going to see and prove how long of a listening time you have with noise canceling on. So we hope to see you there. Um, Roger, any last words? Thank you again to Ken for joining us. Yeah, no, thanks, Ken, Making for joining time. us. When yeah, I, uh, the first I hear, whenever, whenever I hear about the sidekick coming back, you'll be the first person I call. <laughs> oh, thank you. I, I want the review unit. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> we got you. We, we got, got we you. We got you, Ken. <laughs> all right. Everybody have a great weekend. It's been a fantastic week. Roger. Yeah. Don't forget Woo. to subscribe and ring the bell so you can join us here live weekday mornings. And if you get the chance, check us out. Check out the links below to learn more about today's topics. Feel free to subscribe to our audio podcast that are on every platform ever. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. And I'm Lauren Rout. Thanks for joining us.